by the campfire in the night, two friends get together to talk about some of their favorite lions from their possibly favorite book series entitled The Lord of the Rings. Where we will talk about our favorite quotes from the book specifically. be uneven. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> nice. Well, so our favorite quotes from the mm -hmm. books. Yeah. I mean, at this point, <laughs> if we have any fans when this comes out, they will not be surprised that we're still talking about Lord of the Rings. That's Presumably. True. Which this is like episode 12. <laughs> like if we go in order because we record them so fast. <laughs> we do. We do. We, uh, we just spit these out. So depending we on are, like how often we post these, this is like, if we did every weekday, this is week three. Are we really on episode 12? I don't we know. Were, I'm exaggerating. Think, we're somewhere like nine. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But still. Still. Nice. Anywho. Anywho. We're just having too much fun. That's right. So favorite Lord of the Rings quotes. Yes. So this comes on the heels of our last episode where we were discussing favorite Lord of the Rings characters. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, Jared, is your favorite quote from your favorite character? Nope. <laughs> Who's it from? I think it's Elrond. Ooh, uh, okay. Mixing it up here, mixing it up. Yeah. Please share with us what what is your favorite quote and why? And maybe give us some context about what's going on around this quote. Okay, so I can't... I'm going to have to Google it as I give you the context of it because I haven't read it in a long time. But this okay. is during the Council of Elrond. Um, smaller than. And, um, and it's, ah, here we go. I found it. And um, it's somewhere in that massive behemoth of a chapter. Mm -hmm. um, and Elrond, I believe, is saying this to Bilbo, I think, or is saying them to someone. Um, and the quote is, such is the course of deeds that move the wheels of the world. Small hands do them because they must, while the eyes of the great are elsewhere. Hmm. Yes. yes. What a great quote. What a great quote. I like it very much. What does it mean to you, Levi? <laughs> you know, it means that, okay, maybe that you weren't meaning for it to get this serious, but this just popped into my head. There, uh, my pastor preached a sermon, uh, maybe over a year ago. That's just really stuck with me that we, we read, oh, I remember the context. He was doing a sermon series on sort of the great heroes of the faith mm -hmm. and his very first sermon before he started talking about whoever it was, he said, now I'm paraphrasing. We, we look to these great heroes of the faith and think, wow, if only I could do something big and dramatic like mm -hmm. these people do, but it's, it's 
the everyday faithfulness that really is going to make a difference in our lives. And it's, we don't have to go out and fight a giant or, um, you know, win a war to do great and meaningful things. It's, it's the little things every day that, Mm. that, um, are going to matter for eternity ultimately. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where my brain goes when, when I hear a quote like that, it's those little, the little people doing their little things that ultimately make the difference. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what it's like. It's like a super self-explanatory quote, but it's (laughs) something that like in most stories isn't there because, you know, you're focusing on the main character and Mm -hmm. for a compelling story, the main character does something, does something great, you know, but like, I don't know. Like if I feel like, if anyone has shown up to a car wreck or something and you're one of the first people there, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to get out and do something right. And to help the person. Mm -hmm. But, um, it's not that way when it's taking out the trash or who's the first person to get up and clean the kitchen or who's, who's the first person to volunteer for this, this church community service project or who, who's on their city council. And like all of this stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's just the small things that normal people do that have the greatest impact on the world. Like Gandalf has a quote in the movies of the Hobbit like this. Galadriel asks him some question. Um, And he says, um, Sauron believes that it is great power that holds evil at bay. Um, But that is not what I have seen. It's, it's the ordinary people doing small acts out of kindness and love that holds the evil at bay or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just really, really like that quote. Cause I mean, he's talking about hobbits. And that's one of the big themes in it is like the most insignificant people group in middle earth are the, is, are the people that have the largest impact in the whole of the third age. Right. Right. Well, and I think that's part of why, the Lord of the Rings stories grow with people as they get older. Because when I, so I read the, I read the books first when I was maybe in like eighth grade. Mm. Um, and I was bored to tears by all of the Frodo and Sam parts. Yeah. And so I would skip to like, well, okay. So Gandalf was my favorite character has always been. Mm -hmm. So I would skip to the Gandalf parts. (laughs) And then once I had read them, like all the Gandalf parts over and over, then I I would go to the other parts and read those two. But I would like the Frodo and Sam sections were so boring because it Mm -hmm. seemed like nothing happened to them for the most part. Like it was just them walking. Nothing happens to them in the two towers. Yeah. Just walk. Exactly. That's all. And I mean, they do face Shelob, and then there is like the the tower. Which is actually of, in the um, two towers, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they do meet Faramir, so the things do happen to them. Mm-hmm. But then, like as you get older, and we talked about this in the last episode, that like I feel like I really identify with Frodo a lot more, or I can understand his journey, and mm-hmm. I think you can appreciate what they're going through, and. It's. I love the end of uh, Return of the King where they're in um, in Mordor, mm-hmm. and you can just feel the heat and the weariness and the struggle of just moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're not fighting a ton of bad guys. They're not 
like in these great battles, but they're just yeah. taking one step at a time and you can feel the labor in each step. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's just like the quote you read, like all of the, the great people of Middle Earth were doing other things. And then it's just these two hobbits just like yeah. taking one step, and another step, one step and another step and another step. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, it's like, uh, this is a soapbox I get on often. <laughs> it's like everyone votes in the presidential election, but how many people vote in their state Congress election? Mm -hmm. How many people vote for the people who get on the school board? How many right. people are on the school board? How many people go to public hearings of the school board? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what Elrond is talking about. It's those tiny little things that is actually what does good, not yeah. voting for the right presidential candidate. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, not to get overly political, but I mean, our presidential race just turns into this weird, like, celebrity. It does. Thing. It's like that dancing they, with the stars. Right. And like, <laughs> I'm imagining some of our current candidates and leaders in office dancing, um, which would be, uh, that would oh be gosh. amazing. Maybe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Except the only, I don't, like, the only, <laughs> that'd be funny, all of them, you know, because Dancing with the Stars is a man and a woman dancing. And so there's only one female candidate that I know of, Nikki Haley. And so she'd have to dance with all of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, yep. So. Well, and then, and then you've got, like, like, Kamala and Joe on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine that show i'm sure someone's <laughs> like if there's like enough people listening someone's going to go on like some ai video generator and yeah i was like gonna say biden and kamala harris on dancing with the stars dancing with the stars Create. <laughs> that would be amazing that's that be incredible anyways so that's my first quote what's your quote? nice my quote <clears throat> does come from my favorite character and it's, I will say this quote is a little bit basic because it's also in the movie and it's a very quotable quote, Baby. but I don't think that takes away from, from the, um, the gravitas, the, the meaning. Gravitas. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so in the movie, it takes place when they're in the mines of Moria mm -hmm. and Frodo is saying about how he, he wishes that the ring had never come to him. Uh, oh, I forgot exactly. to do the voice. Yes, <gasps> Gandalf voice. Oh wait, boy. Wait, hold on. Oh boy. <clears throat> Such are the course of deeds that move the wheels of the world. Small hands do them because they must, or the eyes of the great are elsewhere. There we go. All right, so now you have to do your Gandalf voice. Well done, well done. Yes. Well, in the books, it takes place in a very similar scene, but in Bag End. Mm -hmm. And when Frodo is saying he wishes he, none of this had happened in while he was alive. And Gandalf I wish says, had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All they have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to them. Thank you. Thank excellent, you. Excellent, excellent. I don't have the same richness as Sir Ian McKellen, but mm -hmm. you know, one tries. One tries. Uh, yeah, but. I, I think that is such a a quotable quote. It's very quotable quote. Like it it's sort of saying it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. That's kind of it's 
almost mm-hmm. like it's not an excuse. Like, yeah, like that. Don't don't worry about the things that are beyond your control. Mm-hmm. You worry about the things that you can control and what you have, you know, been called to do. Yeah. And yeah. so I think it, I mean it. It kind of goes hand in hand with your quote of what you chose. Yeah, it, it does a lot. Like you can't you can't control the vast majority of the things that come into your life. Mm-hmm. You just really can't. And but. It, it comes down to how you deal with the things that come into your life that matters and is your responsibility. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. to draw from like the Bible, Jesus oh, yeah. says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. It's kind of the uh-huh. same, a similar idea, not the exact same. And yeah. obviously Tolkien's worldview played into his writing. Yeah. Well, like that's like a major theme in Ecclesiastes, right? Like where it mm-hmm. says like, you don't know where the wind's going to come from. You don't know when it's going to rain. So sow your seed anyways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you, don't, you don't know what's going to happen exactly. You can't control it, but you do what you know you're supposed to do and you do what you know is right to do, mm-hmm. whether or not you know the outcome or not. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Elliot, the... Um the author and her husband was Jim Elliot, who was, who was killed as a missionary. She mm-hmm. was famous for sharing the poem, do the next right thing, which then of course, in frozen two, they made an awesome song out of. Right thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, that is such a great song. I do I love know. that song. Oh my gosh. Come back for the next episode.